This podcast is only made possible with the help from hemplily.com. You know, they are fabulous. They care about your journey and they want to make it more joyful. Hemp Lily helps women with changing bodies find harmony and balance again with products infused with the amazing hemp plant. You can find them at hemplily.com, H-E-M-P-L-I-L-Y.com. If you're going through peri or menopause or you're looking for safe and natural alternatives for symptom relief, give Hemp Lily a try. And guys, if you're listening, pass it on to the woman you love because listen, if we're happy, you are happy. Help make our journey a happy one. Go to hemplily.com, put in the promo code ROSE for 25% off your entire first order at hemplily.com. Hemplily.com, promo code ROSE. Unencumbered by political correctness, undeterred in her mission to spread the truth, unafraid to be a true conservative, she's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering, and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most. This is my fight song. This is Rose Unplugged. My power is Our president attended the G7 summit. And it was the worst thing that could have ever happened to our nation. We knew, we, you and I, you in the audience, us, the three of us here in this studio, we knew that we have a weak president. We knew that if he won, he would be a weak president. So we knew it all the way back to the day he was nominated by his party to run for the presidency. We knew that. And if we're honest, and if they were honest, the left and the media, they know that. They knew it when we knew it, and they know it now. But see, they can't do anything about it because they hate you. It's even more than an agenda they have, right? It's, it's the fact that they hate you. They hate you. They hate your pickup trucks. They hate your flags. They hate your former president. They hate you. And because they hate you so much, they will pretend to love Biden. They will pretend that everything is okay with Biden. And when I talk to some Democrats and I ask them, how can you be okay with this? And they're like, okay, with what? What's wrong? Everything's good. Because the media does not allow them to see. Did you ever watch Joe Biden on television with the captions? Because if you watch, they, the transcriber doesn't even know what to put in in some places. Seriously, I'm not kidding you. We did this the other day in the studio. The transcriber doesn't even know what to put in because you can't make any sense of what he's saying. He can't make any sense of what he's saying. So here we have half the country who recognizes and did recognize that we would be in a lot of trouble with a Joe Biden administration because, first of all, it probably wouldn't be a Joe Biden administration, right? We don't really know who's calling all the shots. We know that we saw a video of Joe Biden saying, what am I signing again? And his staff member said, just sign it, right? 
We know that we saw a video of a Joe Biden at the G7 summit in the cafeteria wandering around like a poor fool shuffling through the halls, through the cafeteria. We saw video of Joe Biden facing the wrong direction and his wife saying, Joe, pay attention for all the world to see. The media saw that. The media has been seeing it and the media doesn't care because they hate you. They hate you because you stand up for and believe with all your heart what this country stands for. This country stands for liberty. This country stands for a constitution that provides for that liberty. Very carefully thought out, very carefully drafted by some of the world's most brightest minds from people who knew what it was like to live outside of liberty. They hate that. What they want for you, what they want for this country is socialism. They want it. They can taste it. And guess what? They can taste it now. When you have a government that is now going to be involved in social media. So now let's let's fast forward again to the G7 summit. And what I shared with you, I think yesterday, from a speech that Ronald Reagan made in 1980, and he said essentially this, when you demonstrate weakness, then tyrants will be tempted. And they are. In fact, they are more than tempted. I would suggest they were tempted when they saw who was elected in this country. That's the moment the temptation began. I would suggest to you right now, they are beyond temptation. They are currently at the strategizing point. We have the Ukraine and Russia salivating. Russia is salivating over the Ukraine. Taiwan is being circled. They're, they're, they're circling Taiwan. They've got to kill Taiwan. You know that. They've got to kill Taiwan. Too much freedom there. Too much liberty. Those world leaders and others, North Korea, Iran, they're beyond temptation. They've already tasted temptation. They've already recognized that they were tempted to become the true tyrannical rulers they always desire to be, to rule more, to control more. And now, beyond temptation, they are strategizing. They are saying to themselves, we've got this. We've got this. Finally, we've got this. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, we've got this. And in many ways, they do. They really do. They have it. They've got it. And you look at home, and you can hardly imagine that our country could have become a socialist country, although I will tell you founding fathers were concerned that we would become lazy, and we have that we would become stupid, and we have that we would become a people that would allow ourselves to put our children into the hands of communists, socialists, and allow them to destroy the very foundations that you strove to build in those children. 
and you have given them over to the universities and the professors and said, okay, go ahead. I'm going to pay you to rip apart everything that I have built in this child to teach them to hate this country. And I'm going to pay you to do that. My God, people. I'll tell you what. We are at a turning point right now. Right now. That's why I want to do this show. And I don't want to see us going to hell in a handbasket. I don't want to see us turn that corner that we are so close to turning. And that's why I do this show. And I'm willing to do it. I look forward to doing it. But you know what? We all have to do our own show. We have to do our own show. We've got to reach out to others. And you know, I'm going to throw this out there too. Because this is so important. Faith. It is faith. When you kill religion, and I've talked about this with you before. We, I talked about those things that hold a country together. That keep liberty flowing. It is faith that does that. Faith is the strongest component. Our foundation was built on the Judeo-Christian faith. It is faith that holds us together, that held that liberty in place. Did you know that before the suffrage movement, there were women working on abolishing slavery? Women who were strategizing on how to free slaves, how to get them through the Underground Railroad to get them to a safe place. There were women in the North working. Do you know what influenced them? Do you know what it was that compelled them to do that kind of work? It was a second spiritual awakening. It was God that inspired them to do it. Through a second spiritual awakening in this country, the platform to which was freedom that all men, regardless of color or race, background, all were free. And, and interestingly enough, because they took that to heart, because it was the word of God, that these women took it to heart and they began working on abolishing slavery, that that one day it occurred to some of them, Susan B. Anthony, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, and it occurred to them that if men are all created equal according to God, then we too as women are created equal. And that, my friend, is where the suffrage movement began. Out of the desire to free slaves, out of the desire to, to bring liberty to all, liberty to all. It is faith. It's always been faith. And to deny that or to leave that out of the equation, well, let me tell you, that is the recipe for destruction. It is faith that built this nation. It was faith that brought those people to this new land. It is faith upon which these foundations were built. So I would say to you, it is faith that will keep this country strong and free, but it requires your faith, your faith. And that, my friend, is where we begin, with your faith. Coming up next is a conversation you won't want to miss about the jab, the Delta variant, and much more with Dr. Brian Tyson. This episode of Rose Unplugged is brought to you by MyPillow. Look, I've known Mike Lindell for a very long time. 
You know him as someone who is unafraid to stand up for the Republic. And so I ask that you stand up for him and visit MyPillow.com. Listen, I have got their sheets, the Giza sheets. Oh, it's like a dream. And you do dream very nicely on the Giza sheets and the MyPillows, of course. And they've got the dog beds. My, my buddy Tucker has got a MyPillow dog bed and he loves it. Listen, there's so much there at MyPillow.com. All you need to do is go there and when you order something, plug in ROSE in the promo code area and you will get up to 66% off on some items. So go to MyPillow.com, put in promo code ROSE. Thank you for supporting MyPillow as they support me. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hemp Lily, your journey more joyful. Hemp Lily helps women in menopause find harmony and balance again, naturally. Use code ROSE for 25% off your entire first order at hemplily.com, hemplily.com. Roses are red, violets are blue. You bring that woke crap here, she'll take a bite out of you. This is Rose Unplugged. Today, I have asked a doctor to join us. Uh, He is board certified in family medicine and 14 years experience in the ER. His hospital and medical experience has been with um, all Valley Urgent Care in Central California, and he's treated thousands of COVID patients with therapeutics and medicines that actually work. So we're going to talk to him today. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Brian Tyson. Hi, Dr. Tyson, how are you? Good, good, Rose, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. There is so much to talk about. See, the reason why I ask questions is because there doesn't seem to be enough transparency, or or sometimes we get the feeling we're being lied to because there's so much confusion. For example, the latest CDC, um, they had studies that were pushing for a shift in mask guidance, um, and yet those the studies were not made available. And you know, it's it's no wonder that they refused to supply the data to the Senate because really there isn't any. And so when you hear things like this, and people get confused, doctor. So let's start, let's start with the Delta variant, because a lot of people are confused by what this actually is, um, who's getting it. I told the audience right before I went to break that um, someone that I know was left in Europe and isn't allowed to return because they tested positive before they got on the plane, so they couldn't come back. And yet that person was vaccinated for that very reason, so that they could travel. So when we hear about cases um, that that those who have been vaccinated now are testing positive. What does that tell you? Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, and, and the CDC is not being upfront with the American people. And, and I think what, I, what I'd like to do is kind of just, let's take a look at what vaccines are to begin with. <clears throat> when you look at a vaccine, you have to decide, is this vaccine a sterile vaccine or a non-sterile vaccine? Sterile vaccines prevent you from getting the disease and give you the lifelong immunity, such as uh, polio, for example, or smallpox, for example. Okay. Then you have your non-sterile vaccines, which these vaccines are like the influenza vaccine that you get every year. You get it to prevent you from getting a serious form of the disease. Okay. But yet you can still contract the disease and you can still spread the disease. Well, the CDC and Pfizer and the NIH first came out and basically said that this vaccine was going to prevent everybody from getting infected. It was going to prevent hospitalizations. 
You know, uh, Joe Biden said the other day, if you get this vaccine, you're not going to die from COVID. You're not going to be hospitalized. And, and that's just not true. We're finding out that this, quote, Delta variant uh, is, is highly resistant to the vaccine. And it's, this vaccine is not a sterile vaccine. So, so that's to, to begin with. They, they need to be up front and they need to tell everybody, no, yes, you can still get COVID-19. You can still spread COVID-19. And yes, patients are still ending up in the hospital and patients are still dying, even though they're vaccinated. So, I mean, I think I think what you just said is is key because people just want to know the facts. I mean, I know that's what I want. If I'm going to make a decision for my life and what I want to do for me, then I want all of the facts. If you tell me that this non-sterile vaccine um, will keep me from perhaps getting a more serious uh, reaction to the disease, but it could still, I could still contract the disease. Okay, but at least I know what I'm doing when I go in to get the vaccine. And, 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 I, and I think that most people feel that way. We there's so many conflicting uh, opinions and 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 studies supposedly and you know on how effective the vaccine is how effective mask wearing is that I think people have a fatigue right now and rather than turn everyone off let's just get some honesty out there let's have some facts that we can rely on but we don't really feel that anyone has been entirely entirely con, um, transparent with us. And, and that's true, because informed consent has gone out the window. Yes. You know, informed consent, when, when you go in to get a procedure, your doctor or provider is supposed to go through all the risks and benefits of that procedure. Right. Well, vaccination is no different. If, if, you, if, if I present the, the data to you and I say, okay, this vaccine is going to help you maybe prevent COVID, maybe prevent death, we do see some um, that it is, it, it is efficacious in the elderly and maybe in those who have comorbidities. We're not seeing the benefit in the kids under 18, and we are seeing complications with myocarditis and pericarditis that maybe now we can decide as parents or as patients to say, you know what, I'm willing to take the risk and, 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 and worry if I get the disease, I know there's early treatment, or you know what, maybe my risk factors are so high that I want the vaccine to get that extra protection. I think the, the problem is, is the government is not allowing us as American people or us as providers to make our own informed decisions uh, based on the information that we're given. And we're not being given the information, and that's what's leading to all of this pushback uh, regarding vaccines. Yeah, and I even feel for, you know, for those who have been vaccinated, if they went in to, to receive that vaccination, believing that they wouldn't get COVID, see, even with that, there wasn't enough information. And then surprise, surprise, I know one person who knows three people, one who even after they had the vaccine did contract, um, I don't know if it was the Delta variant, and I don't even know how you, they make the distinction. I'll ask, I'll ask you that in a minute. Uh, another who was hospitalized, but back home, and another who just got mildly ill. Um, all three of them had been vaccinized, vaccinated, and and this is one person who knows at least three people in that situation. Here's the thing that that concerns me is even those getting a vaccine aren't being told the absolute truth. And then when you consider that there are therapeutics and there are medicines that work, I just wonder, I know that you've treated thousands of patients and you've treated them uh, successfully. 
using therapeutics and other medicines that work. And I feel like sometimes that when we hear, all we hear are negatives about um, oxychloroquine, uh, hydroxychloroquine, I'm sorry, and others, we hear so many negative things. It's almost like they want to shut all the exits. It's like, no, 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 don't use any of these. We're going we're gonna to tell you these are all so awful. And they want to almost shut all the exits down for anyone who may want to go that route and, and can't even make that decision to go that route. So when we talk about therapeutics, there are many that actually do work. That's correct. And I think that that's part of the, the red flags that are going up with a lot of the intelligent uh, American people. You know, we, we, we're asking these questions and we're not getting the answers. Why have there been no safety studies on these vaccines to publish to date? We've had right. this vaccine for eight months. They're supposed to do their six-month uh, safety evaluations and, and submit that to the FDA. Where are those studies? You know, the various reports out there, there's clearly there's problems with this vaccine and none of it's been published. They don't want to verify it. When you look at early treatment, there's multiple, multiple studies hundreds of studies on hydroxychloroquine, hundreds of studies on ivermectin. We published protocols. Uh, Peter McCullough's protocol is the most downloaded protocol uh, in the world uh, that we helped write uh, that shows how to treat uh, COVID-19 as an outpatient. We've been treating COVID-19 as an outpatient since the beginning. Early treatment, we've had a 100% success rate. Why are we not spending, you know, a billion dollars in setting up uh, you know, basically fever clinics across the United States that are using the same protocols that I've been using to help treat patients early in the disease when they test positive. I, I don't understand it. Instead, we're trying to treat a disease with the vaccine. Vaccines do not treat disease. Let me repeat. Vaccines do not treat disease. And, and we are in the middle of a pandemic. We've been in the middle of a pandemic, now coming to the end of it. And the only treatment available seems to be a vaccine. That's not a treatment. It's supposed to be preventative. Right, right. And, and, and that, may, that I, it makes you, it begs the question, were there many who died that perhaps didn't have to if uh, those uh, medicines were made available? And then when you see that the FDA is now criticizing um, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, you know, you, you just, it does feel as though they're sealing off all exits and they're not giving it, us it does because, because when you think about it, you know, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are two of the safest drugs in the world. Okay. Ivermectin got a Nobel Peace Prize in 19, uh, what, 85, I think, or 89. Um, and it was put on the WHO's list of, of essential medicines of the world. When you look at the safety profile, I think only two people have been reported to overdose on ivermectin, two. Compare wow. that to Tylenol, which is like over 700 a year. Wow. We're wow. talking about completely safe drugs, but yet, but yet, nobody says anything about the use of Zithromax off-label, doxycycline off-label, dexamethasone off-label. How about all of the EUA drugs? Remdesivir off-label, monoclonal off-label, convalescent plasma off-label, that's okay to use those drugs off-label, but it's not okay to use safe drugs off-label. And that's what's driving Americans and doctors crazy. How is it you can use one drug off-label, but you can't use others? These mm. are FDA-approved. These aren't even under the emergency use authorization. These are FDA-approved. The safety profiles are known. Hydroxychloroquine has been around for 400 years for the treatment of malaria. Think about that. But yet you, we can't use it. Why? 
But if you have lupus, I can use it. If you right. have rheumatoid arthritis, arthritis you yep. can use it. Hydroxychloroquine, yes, malaria, is used for that. I can treat it. If you, if you are two months old and you have malaria, you can use it. If you're pregnant and you have malaria, you can use it. But if you have COVID-19, you can't. Why wow. is that? I don't know. I really don't know. And you are so, I can hear the passion in your voice. And that is because you are in this to save lives. That's what you do. And that's the frustration that you face and so many other doctors as well. And I appreciate everything you've done. Let me ask you this. Governor Newsom said that unvaccinated people um, are responsible. They're, they are so irresponsible. He compared them to drunk drivers getting behind the wheel. Are unvaccinated people responsible for the, um, the cases that you see now, particularly the Delta variant? Um, and that's, that's an absolute absurd statement. So number one, the number one problem with that statement is the entire government has absolutely ignored natural immunity. Okay? Those of us, including myself, who have had COVID, have a 700 times more immune response to the Delta variant than anyone else vaccinated. Wow. So they're ignoring all of us who have antibodies and proven immunity. Yes, okay. exactly. So, right. So that that in itself is a false statement. Number two, the vaccines that are going on right now are driving the variant. How so? Yeah. When how put, so? Yes. How right? So when you put pressure on a on a virus to basically eliminate or eradicate it, it's kind of almost like antibiotics and antibiotic resistance. Okay. The more pressure you put on the virus to eliminate it the more you're forcing it to mutate, okay? Here's the difference. Natural immunity, we make an immune response not only to the spike protein, but also the cell wall and the nucleocapsid, okay? With these vaccines, they're only vaccinating the, the antibody responses only to the spike protein. So if that spike protein mutates just enough, it could be 2% to 4%, then it will evade the vaccine. And that's wow. what's happening. If you look at what's going on with all of these variants, they all popped up right around the, the time we started vaccinating people. That's not, quote, a bad thing in some sense, but it is because we're creating different forms of the virus. This Delta variant seems to be a milder form. But what happens, you know, four months from now, if it mutates again to a more severe form? In, in our urgent care right now, we're seeing three out of every seven uh, patients with COVID have been fully vaccinated. That's almost 50%. Wow, that's so not bad. right that's now, bad. Yeah. The, the vaccine is being evaded. Okay, so very interesting. I wish I had even more time to spend with you. We're talking to board certified in family medicine and 14 years experience in the ER, Dr. Brian Tyson. Thank you for all of the lives that you've saved, Dr. Tyson. And uh, thank you for bringing your knowledge to the show today. I appreciate you. Thank you. You know, this podcast is only possible with the help from friends. And my friend, Mike Lindell, has a passion to bring everyone a great night's sleep. Now, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Oh, no. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great 
which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule and will be good for you with your schedule. So all you have to do is go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use the promo code ROSE to get up to 66% off. Promo code ROSE, MyPillow.com. You know what? Let me do that again for you because I made a mistake in there. This podcast is only made possible because of friends, friends like Mike Lindell. He has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Oh no. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. I have these, I love them. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule and crucial for yours as well. Go to mypillow.com Click on promo code and put in the name Rose and you'll get up to 66% off. Promo code Rose, mypillow.com. The Rose Unplugged podcast is brought to you on behalf of millions of listeners and patriots. It is produced by Rose Tennant and Jumpstart Strategies with sound design by Justin Corbin.